Hey, this is Hey Ass Bud. My name is Ari Kobler. My name is Travis Short. My name is Ben Teichmiller. So what are we doing here? Um, I'm, I'm texting my sister is what I'm doing right oh, now. Oh, thanks for being uh, engaged, Ben. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is the problem with our millennials today. They're always, always on their phones. They're killing the housing market. We just can't stay focused these They're days. They're killing Applebee's They're and killing Buffalo Apple- Wild Wings. Honestly, Applebee's is a thing that needs to die. Not Buffalo yeah, Wild Wings. I hope they right. stay around so I can tell my jokes still. I hope they stay around so I, I can tell my jokes, jokes still. Apple- Apple- yeah, we we love Applebee's. Actually, we're getting paid. It's branded content. Oh, yeah. okay. I wish I could get paid to do sweet, comedy. Sweet, sweet Applebee's yeah. money. I get free mozzarella sticks at any one. <laughs> <laughs> They're already half off, so really not a huge loss for them. Honestly, exactly. honestly, deal. I would sell out for some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah, I'd sell out for some fucking mozzarella sticks right now. God. Like, at this moment. Ducky, uh, grow thumbs and get us. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are doing a podcast. Yeah. yeah. A long time coming. I mentioned doing a supernatural podcast with Ben at Shea Court. Pretty much the day we met. Yeah, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I was like, you a Supernatural fan? Is she, that your opening line to meeting people? Yeah, she, she didn't say that to you. I think she could just hey, look at you and yeah. tell you, you didn't like the show. Hey, I'm Ari. Do you like Supernatural? Do you like Supernatural? No, well, fuck off. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> let's do a fucking podcast. Um, but first, we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves and yeah. like who we are and what we do and... How we got here. How we got here. Why our lives are sad. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sad because we do comedy, or do we do comedy because we're sad? It's the ever, it's the puzzle of the century. Yeah. No, not every comic is as sad as we are. This is true. Nashville is very happy. Those, those, yeah. very happy comedy. I don't scene. want to say anything bad about them because they're so goddamn happy. We're not going to say anything bad about Nashville. No, we fuck love no. them. Nashville, uh, yeah. we love you. Nashville is full of wonderful, wonderful people. It really is. Uh, I could list. We could go on forever because there's so many. Nice people in If Nashville. you're in the Nashville area, check out their comedy because it's yeah. great. Yeah. They're hilarious. Spiffy Squirrel, Tin Dog, uh, The Wilburn. Uh, the Third Coast Comedy Club. Third Coast Comedy Third Club. Third Coast. Third Coast uh, there's, what's the end? End Zone? The End Zone is East here. Room. East, East Room. Room. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So who's going to go first? Uh, um, let's start with Ben. He has the most melodious voice. Okay. All right. Uh, how far back do we want to go? He was born a poor white child. This is actually very true. <laughs> In uh, the foothills of Appalachia. Close, actually. Yeah. Uh, I was born in Decatur, Alabama. Oh, shit. Uh, then we moved when I was very young. We moved to, I think, I believe Knoxville first. And then a little while later, we moved up to Clarksville and like stayed up on the mountain up there. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite stories about that, uh, it was like a either a lynx or a bobcat got under our porch one night when we came home. It may have been a mountain lion. I don't remember the story because I was like oh, two. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever heard that one of those motherfuckers like growl before, uh, but it sounds like a fucking woman dying. Oh, oh God. So, you know yeah. what you're supposed to I don't. I've never heard a mountain lion growl, but I do know what you're supposed to do if you meet a mountain lion in the wild. What are you supposed to do when you see Fucking him? fight it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is not me, a lie. Me as a two-year-old punched that mountain yeah, lion in you the fucking square better. in the jaw, Seriously, broke its tooth. If you don't fight, if you see a mountain lion, you're in the wild, which I never go to because I hate the wild. Um, but if you see a mountain lion, 
you get up on that mountain lion and you fucking kick its ass because yeah. it will follow you and then it will kill you. Oh. Old lumber Jesus well, popped out the womb with an axe and won't an iron it kill fist. you while you're trying to fight it because mountain lions are strong. It will try to kill you while you try to fight it, but you've got to have a sword or something to take it down. Oh. A skimitar, this is, even. Hold on. I feel like we should do a disclaimer. I am not a wildlife expert. <laughs> <laughs> do not take advice. Do not take wildlife advice from a podcast, please. Yeah. Do not look, for that. Do not look a gift podcast in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful laugh. Sometimes I laugh like a man. Sometimes you do. Hey. And I accept uh, so, that about myself. Sometimes there's a lynx under your porch. <laughs> sometimes there's a lynx under your porch and it sounds like a dying woman. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, do we going like do we doing the comedy thing? How we got into that shit? Too? Yeah, and yeah, then we'll whatever. do how we got into supernatural. But yeah, uh, it was because we moved back down to Hartsville, Alabama, when I was about three or four, and we stayed before we found the house. We stayed at both of my grandparents' house, like on and off, and they one of my grandmothers lived on a farm. And so, very rural area, so it's not going to be surprising that the first comedian I really got to see was, or really spent a whole lot of time with, was Jeff Foxworthy. Mm -hmm. And like I told you all earlier, did very white trash, redneckery kid things while listening (laughs) to Jeff Foxworthy. Some, like, such as, like, the the fucking ribbon of pop cap pops, like, popping those those with a hammer on top of an anvil. (laughs) <laughs> while no, you listening. didn't even have a gun you would just hit him with a hammer no uh i had those for like a while and then like a, uh, they kind of just i guess came to the dollar general slash the store the store that was out there and we i would get the pop cap gun but, mm-hmm. but i re- really remember what sticks out is like a pop in those pops and listening to foxworthy and then when i got a little bit older staying with my grandmother uh we would watch things i wasn't supposed to like South Park, Jackass, and oh, then comedy specials. Uh, f- uh, Carlin and Pryor were the next two comedians I spent a lot of time watching. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I went from Foxworthy to Carlin and Pryor. <laughs> what, How what, old like were you when you got into no, Carlin like and Pryor? Like four or five. Oh, my Jesus God. Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. See, that's always the great thing about grandma's house is you're always getting into shit that your parents wouldn't let you. Yeah. Like, that's why I loved going over to my grandmother's house because she'd let me stay up late and there was a TV in the room I stayed in. That's how I watched, like, every show on Adult Swim when I was seven. Exactly. Like, I remember watching Yu Yu Hakusho on Cowboy Bebop with my grandmother. Um, The first time I saw Airplane, which has boobs in it. Yeah. yeah. It's got some titties. Was at my grandmother's house. Fuck and you. I, I did not know there was going to be boobs. And there they were. I didn't know either. Out. I actually remember I saw the movie Airplane because my mom actually rented it from Blockbuster for me. Oh, geez. Do you like that old-fashioned sentence? Yeah. <laughs> you might as well have been like, yeah, so the other day I was having to pay my mom bell bill. <laughs> but yeah, she actually rented it. She was like, oh, this is a funny movie back from when I was younger. I was like, okay. And I was watching. I was like, wow. You were like, can it, mom? Nothing was funny when you were younger. Yeah, exactly. They were all just sad and depressed. <laughs> Because it was the Great Depression. Your mom's not that old. She's not. Um, no, nobody's that old. Uh, well, yeah, she's That's dead now. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you die when you hit eighty. Yeah, <laughs> everyone dies. So, Benjamin. Yes. How did you get into Supernatural? All right. So, me and my dad got really hyped for it. We saw a few trailers for it coming out, and. 
I think I may have watched it by myself. And this was before we did we never had TiVo or anything like that. So this was like seventh or eighth grade. Oh, you, you actually had to like figure out what the broadcast schedule the, was. The broadcast schedule, and we would watch it every week. Now that was a thing that was very common in my family. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we would watch a show together. Like we watched all ten years of Stargate together. Wow. When it aired. Damn. And uh, fucking Atlantis too. Or like most of Atlantis. Hmm. But yeah, so it was a very common thing for us to sit down and watch a show together. And Supernatural was one of those shows that me and my dad watched. Because uh, my mom and sister, they just looked at it and said, oh, this is just garbage. Hmm. Uh, hmm. We were probably season two or three when my mom got into it. And then for now, 13 seasons, I've watched every episode several times. Oh my God. When it came out. Damn. Yeah. Um, you know, my my family used to do the watching TV thing, except we didn't, like, we weren't as dedicated as your family was, yeah. but my mom was super into Walker, Texas Ranger when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I have seen, like... Talk about an old-fashioned every, sentence. Yeah, every episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. I think she was into that and, like... Jag, maybe? Or Dragnet? I don't know. It was another procedural crime drama thing. Hmm. All right. She loved it. Dragnet kicks ass. I don't remember. I don't. It might be Dragnet. Ugh. Side note, have you ever seen Duckman? No. D- did you enjoy Dragnet? I don't remember. Okay. Because uh, Duck- it might not have been Dragnet. Duck- Duckman is essentially the animated... If you took Dragnet and Rocco's Modern Life and smashed them together... Whoa. Those are two great tastes that possibly <laughs> taste great together. Yeah. It's like peanut butter and jelly. For real. It's amazing. Oh my God. Except it's Beautiful. more like peanut butter and yeah. somebody's... But yeah, Nails. Uh, <laughs> Duckman, uh, Duckman is, uh, I can't remember his first Wolf name, is voiced by Jason Alexander. And his sidekick, the pig, is, I don't think it's the guy, like the uh, the side dude from Dragnet, but he pretty much just sounds like the guy from Dragnet. Oh my and God. it's all on YouTube. Fucking watch it. It's oh. amazing. Are you, Ben Tykemiller, are you asking me to steal? It's not stealing. No, it isn't. If it's on YouTube, fuck it, watch it. Yeah. 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 Watch it, till, watch it till they take it down. Cowboy Bebop the second time because it was all on YouTube. <laughs> nice. I fucking love that show. I'm not going to say how I had to finish Cowboy Bebop. <gasps> Do you remember? I had to buy like, the Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember back in like 2006 and 2007, like the early days of YouTube, people would post like anime episodes, but you'd only yeah. post them like five minutes at a time. So it was yes. like part one, part two, part three. Yes. And then there was like all the AMVs. And then on every single AMV, there was a comment that was like a, a chain email comment that was like, you got to repost this on every anime thing because every Tuesday at, on 8 p.m., YouTube deletes all the anime off of YouTube. So just put this on here so make sure they don't do it or whatever. I was like, what? I don't think. What? YouTube, the staff of YouTube get together. <laughs> And, and they're like, and they delete, delete, out delete. They're like, forget these weeb-loving fucks. Yeah. Is that like the original Facebook is going to make you start paying or some shit? Yeah. Or like yeah. Start, oh, okay, God it, was, it was like that. Or the original, you know what I fucking hate? The, like, uh, by posting this on my Facebook status, I don't let Facebook do anything, blah, blah, blah. This is a legal thing. And I'm like, motherfuckers, no, this is not a legal thing. Like, you didn't even, like, maybe if a, like a... What is it? A notary? Maybe comments or like? Yeah, <laughs> they they have to I don't put it. I think that's emotion. how that works either. There they needs should. to be there needs to be a notary reaction. 
But you have I to be a licensed comic. notary to do it. Yes. Okay. Yes, queen. Sounds like this is a joke from the league, but it sounds like you would have to be a real connotary to do that. <laughs> Thank you for citing that league joke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should I? Yeah. Go should for I it. go with? Should I tell my life story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do it. It's rock and roll. Um. Well, I was actually born in California. God damn! I did not know that. Yeah, I was born in San Diego because my dad was in the Navy. Oh, that's a beautiful city. It really probably is. I don't remember it very I'm well. Sorry. That's okay. Because we moved away from San Diego when I was like one. And we moved to Virginia, again, a, a Navy, for Navy reasons. I did not know you were an Army brat. Yeah. Or a Navy brat. A Navy brat, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, my dad uh, went to the Naval Academy and um, Top Gun. Oh, My dad is shit. basically Tom Cruise. So he played a lot of volleyball. He played a lot of volleyball shirtless. Uh, there are <laughs> pictures. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, does, does he know Carrie Elwes? <laughs> He's best friends with them. Oh, man. They're like this. Could, can you give me an introduction? Absolutely. Cool. Carrie and I are like fucking there, so it's fine. <laughs> Love you, Carrie. Okay. Um. I just want to cite lines with him from, from The Princess Bride. Yes. I, I will be Princess Buttercup. Look at this hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> You're already a Princess Buttercup in my eyes. Um. So uh, my dad's parents are from Huntsville, and... My dad went to law school at Alabama once he got out of the Navy. So at the age of five, we moved to Huntsville. And I have pretty much lived there since. I mm. moved to Missouri very briefly, but I came back. Um, and I love it here. It's a weird, you know, the nice thing about Huntsville is that it's weird and um, it's not like normal Alabama. Yeah. Like, it, it's like. But you know, I was talking to uh, Jax Howie from. Louisville, yeah, and he said everyone in Louisville says the same exact thing about Louisville. Yeah, well, fuck Louisville, fuck Louisville. Like, it, like everyone here in Huntsville is like, oh, it's not like the rest of Alabama, and everyone in Louisville is like, oh, it's not like the rest of Kentucky. And every city, ha every state has a city where they're like, oh, we're not like the rest of this. State. Right, I'm yeah. sure Atlanta is like, oh, we're not like the rest of Georgia, and exactly. Austin's like, oh, we're not like the rest of Texas. Yeah. But that's that's true. Yeah, because well, cities, every state has a blue dot in it. Or right. I would say Huntsville is more magenta, but still. Yeah. Huntsville is not the blue dot for Alabama. I would say probably Mobile or Birmingham are. Yes. Yeah. Or Florence. Florence? Florence, Florence That's just because it's a college town. That's yeah. more like a blue pimple. That's true. Yeah. Blue pimple. Blue yeah. pimple. Yeah, like, you good. know how if you just take a pen and, like, just touch it on a paper and then yeah. there's, like... The ball still had a little bit of ink on it, and yeah. but the paper still looks clean. It's like yeah. that, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's Lawrence is very small, is what we're saying. Uh, but they do have lions there, mm, which yeah. is cool. But no tigers or bears. No. Oh my. No. Oh my. You can't say that if there's no tigers or bear arounds. Bears around. Only one out of three. Duh, bears. But yeah. Uh, um. So and I actually. Uh. So I am a local comic. Um, being in a small scene is very interesting. I actually would really like like a documentary to be made about us. I think that would be cool. I feel you, like you, it'd be very boring. You know, there <laughs> is a uh, Huntsville comedy documentary already. Really? Yeah. Where? I'm like 99% sure. Uh, you'll have to look. I don't remember the name of it. You can ask. But yeah, there's a dude, because uh, I think Tom or Tate was telling me about him. Uh, it was when Epic really started getting rolling and mm. homegrown and stuff like that, I believe. Uh, so take that with a grain of salt. I'm not. I'm, 
there is a documentary out there. That being said, I think the scene has really grown and is a lot better, and I think it would be warranted to make another one. I think it would be interesting. Because I, everyone, you could say this about every scene, and literally about everyone, everyone has very interesting lives that all brought us to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except for Travis. I'm very boring. Except for you're a fucking cyborg. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah he's going to share that in his life story. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, but I got into comedy. Um, really, the first comic who I was super into was Eddie Izzard. Because uh, he was irreverent. He's a cross-dresser. And, um, you know, he had a bunch of history jokes, which I, at the time I was very into and I was super nerdy about. So. Yeah. Um, I really loved him, and then from him, I like I found Carlin and uh, Dan Cook and um, <laughs> the Metallica of comedy. The Metallica of comedy. Yeah. Um, Maria Bamford, and you know a bunch of just really funny, funny people. And so when I moved back to Huntsville in 2014 and didn't like know what I was doing with my life, I found out that there was an op- a local open mic, and I was like, oh this is what I'm going to do now. Yeah. Like I love comedy. So I went to my first open mic, like right before Thanksgiving. What year was this? 2014. And then the next week was Thanksgiving and I was in Indiana and I wrote my set while I was in Indiana. And then I came back and my very first, uh, open mic set was December 1st of 2014. Nice. And, uh, that very night, somebody, I won't mention his name, pulled his oh. dick out on stage. <laughs> yeah, we all know who that is. And that is, is yeah. the only thing the anyone ever now. remembers that night, except for the fact that I was funny. Ha 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 And Supernatural, um, I got into Supernatural when it came out in 2005. Mm. I bought the, I found the DVD set for like super cheap at FYE, mm. which if you want to talk about old sentences, yeah. Like, yeah. I went out and bought a DVD. Um, and uh I, at the time, was really into, like, urban fantasy. Mm-hmm. Still really into urban fantasy. And I watched the first season, and I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I showed everybody in my family the Wendigo episode, which is the second episode, because That's it scared the good. shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is, to this day, probably one of the scariest episodes in the whole series. Yeah. That and the mannequin episode. That's just because mannequins are inherently creepy. Fuck yeah. Um... And then I watched it till season five. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. Continue. I watched it to season five, and I was like, oh, the story's done now. <laughs> like, the original showrunner, Eric Kripke, left the show, and it just, you'll get there, Travis. Uh-huh. But it no. just has a very final ending. We will get there together. Yeah, we will we'll get, get there, there together. together. And so I was like, I don't need to watch the show anymore. So I didn't watch it for several years. And I used to say about it, I'd be like, oh man, Supernatural, my favorite show that ended at five seasons. <laughs> Did like, not continue past five seasons. When I first met you, when it, I think it was like the midst of season 11. Yeah. I remember like talking to you then. And you were like, yeah, no, uh, that show stopped six years ago. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> It's like all this Star Wars prequel deniers. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I don't know. I was like, I don't know, what you're I don't know who the about. fuck Jar Jar Binks is. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks was an inside job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
The force can't melt steel beams. No, 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 no. Hold on. Redoing that joke. Midichlorians can't melt steel beams. There you go. That's Me- better. Mesa breathes chemtrails. <laughs> oh, God. Who is the Jar Jar Binks of Supernatural? Is it Castiel? No. It okay. Is, is I not. love that character, but I think he is a little bit. The, the Jar Jar Binks of uh, fucking Supernatural is their half-brother. <gasps> yeah. You're right. I was gonna. I was thinking Garth, maybe, but I hey, actually I love Garth too much for him to be the Jar Jar Binks of Supernatural. I won't say who plays Garth, but it's fucking great. There's also a secondary Garth character, the dude that looks like Joe Dirt. Oh, Ash. Yeah, yeah, Ash. I do remember uh, Ash. You could make the argument that he's very Jar Jar Binks esque, but but I like Ash. But I don't like Jar Jar Binks. Exactly. Uh, the thing about. And fuck Adam. Yes. Adam's a piece of shit. Adam's a piece uh, of shit. But you know... Well, okay. He's not really a piece of shit. You know we the, actually don't ever see him. The conspiracy theory about okay. Jar Jar Binks being a Sith Lord... Oh my god. ...is what I'm going with to make this comparison. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That would technically... I think that technically makes Michael the Jar Jar Binks of Supernatural. Kind of, sort of, but... Uh, I don't remember what happens to Jar Jar Binks because I blocked out the prequels from my memory. Uh, really nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah we it's, don't see an ending for him. Well, he becomes a senator for Naboo. He becomes a senator for Naboo somehow through magic. Yeah. Sounds like how Mitch McConnell got his job. Oh! oh! Okay, let's, we keeping it real! Hey, let's try to not do that. I'm very sorry. That, oh, that just O's? peaked a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, the, I thought you were saying be, not be political. <laughs> oh, really? like, also, never... let's try not to be political. All right, fair enough. Like, I'm um, sorry about your political tastes, and that, I'm not sorry about that joke, though. <laughs> It was good. It yeah, was a good joke. I think if we're if we're all gonna pop, we gotta lean back like this. Yeah, especially right, you. Enough. Okay, yeah. sorry, sorry guys. Which you're already having problems drifting away from the microphone, but anyway. Am okay, I good? Sorry. I, yeah, no, you're cool. good. Am I? Ari keeps dancing around. I'm very dancey. It, it, hey, it's. I'm a dancer, not a human. <laughs> you're a dancer, not a talker. Oh, I get it. We were listening to the Killers earlier. Yeah, we, were. we were. Also, I just love the Killers. And. Um. um but so I have no clue what any of you guys are talking about. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, we'll get back. To put a really good description of how this podcast is, uh, see, I've been day one start Supernatural fan, kind of got into it late, but is kind of moving through it. Like I've seen every episode you've seen mostly through season five and you're working your way through it a little bit. You're about what? Midway through season eight or nine now? No, I actually have just finished season seven. Oh shit. So I, um, so I got back into Supernatural. I was like, you know what? No. Speaking of the prequel memes and the fucking, uh, Star Wars prequel movies. That's how I feel about season seven. Oh, it's, really? It's weird as fuck. I don't hugely care for it. It has some really good episodes, but I, it's... Yeah. I get that. I actually really like season seven, though. But, well, and I don't want to get too off topic because we'll talk about this when we get to season seven. Yeah. But there's a lot of, like... This is the first time Supernatural has dipped into unnecessary drama. Yeah. I feel like. From seasons one through five. Seasons one through five have their moments of just yeah. like, oh, can we get past this? But season seven, it's like, can we please get past this? But to and to go back to the description of the podcast, but uh, Travis, you have seen I have seen zero full episodes. Zero of episodes. My my complete exposure to Supernatural is confined by um, social media exposure and us from Tumblr dot com. Woo! <laughs> uh, apocalypse. The people I know. <laughs> the people I know, and then also I have a coworker 
who will always turn on it it's syndicated to i think tnt now as well he'll turn on tnt and they have it they play supernatural episodes in the morning from like nine o'clock to 12 yeah so they'll play in the morning i'll see like glances of that but i don't really pay attention i have never seen a full episode of supernatural i've you've done about to son my my like my contact with supernatural is just people through social media and i so far i'm not impressed i don't i don't get it that's i don't like it we we need a dark voice in this happiness exactly to, to really crown this podcast. Yeah, because we're eventually going to invite a friend of ours, Scott Eason, onto oh, the yeah, show. Scott Eason, and he possibly loves Supernatural <laughs> more than all of us. I don't know. Well, he definitely loves it more than me right now. Yeah, yeah he loves it more than me. I he think, might love it more than you. I think he may like it as much as I do. Oh snap! Yeah. and I love. I do love Supernatural. Like I wasn't kidding when I yeah. said this is my favorite show that ended at five seasons, and I did decide I was like no. You know, I'm not. I need to give this another shot. So I did watch season six and season seven, and I mm. really love season six. Yeah. And I like a lot of episodes and a lot of aspects of season seven. Yeah. And they brought back my favorite villain. So that was really, mm. you know, that's really exciting. Um, and I've really enjoyed it, and I'm really excited to start season eight, and I'm excited to go on this journey with you guys. Season eight is when they really kick it back and do. I won't say like get back to its roots. But one thing I really love about this show is how fresh they keep it, and they're not scared to try new things. Right. Now, as much as I don't like season seven, it's fun. It's yeah. really cool, and they do some interesting things. It's like, uh, if to compare this show to anything, it would be Queens of the Stone Age, where no album <laughs> is similar yeah. at all. What's kind of amazing about Supernatural is that it's now been on the air for 12 seasons. It's gotten renewed for a 13th. And the actors are still having fun with it. Um, They're telling new stories. And they're not... There's a cat on the table. There's a cat on the table. (laughs) Ducky's here to take our orders. Grow some fucking opposable thumbs, Ducky, and then talk to me. Get a notepad and a car. Yeah. In a car. Yeah. So she can go get us lunch. Oh, that's so nice of her. Thank you, Ducky. Um, but it's it's amazing the fact that like the actors are still having fun with it. They're still telling like new stories. Mm-hmm. And they're it's a weird show. It's possibly one of the weirdest shows on television that's not like the adult swim kind of like balls to the walls crazy. Yeah. Because supernatural is it's just it's very meta. It they do a lot of like in jokes with the fandom. Well, this it's great. Deep, this deep they have to. Yeah. Well, but true. You know how they say you can watch a movie and tell that they had fun making it, and it's not that great of a movie. Yeah. I think the inverse is true with TV shows. I think the more fun you have with it, with something the like better Supernatural, the TV show is exactly right. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, that's how I feel about The Office too. Exactly. Like something or Parks and Rec. Something oh, goes yeah. on for a long while, mm-hmm. and they have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Or fucking Cheers. And the chemistry between Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles is... Is amazing. 
Amazing. Yeah. Probably the best on-screen yeah. sibling relationship. Right. So we're first first episode of this podcast. I'm going to like do a question I love to ask people. I'm going to start with Travis and work our way back to me. I actually haven't talked about myself yet. Oh, talk about yourself. Oh, like so we've sorry. completely <laughs> glazed over that. I'm very sorry. I'm just I'm just a guy <laughs> Travis, you're with the microphones. Like... Y'all are in my apartment using my microphones. Hey, this is drinking also my apartment. Drinking your coffee. Yep. This is drinking all the coffee. coffee. <laughs> that is Ari's coffee. Yeah, it's Dunkin' Donuts and it's amazing. Y'all We're getting would, paid by Dunkin' Donuts. Y'all would just be sitting in an empty room talking about Supernatural together <laughs> if true. I were not here. No audience. <laughs> to be fair, no audience. we would have an amazing time doing that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Please, sir. Sorry. But, so Sorry, I'm, Travis. A, I'm Travis Short. I'm a Texas boy. I was born in Dallas and then mm-hmm. I came. we came to Huntsville uh, when I was like two and I've been in Huntsville the rest of my life. Um, but uh, like I started doing... I've always done like performance stuff. Uh, I did music for a little while, but don't worry about that. Uh, and now I do comedy because I, I stopped doing music and I still had an itch to perform. And so I've just found that doing, you know, comedy and stuff. And it's really fun. It's the perfect way to scratch that itch. Um, yeah. I mean, and I've already talked about how I have zero, zero contact with anything supernatural beyond what's, what is in the realm of Tumblr. We need to control. Yeah, I'm the control group for this podcast. Let me ask, what are you? What are your expectations? Knowing what you know from Tumblr and from the snippets you've seen on TNT from your coworker, like, what are you expecting from this experience? Great I, fucking question. I honestly am not sure. I'm expecting to watch a an urban fantasy TV show mm. about two guys who I think secretly hate each other, and also fight monsters and there's a dude that's trying to fuck them both <laughs> yep. that's, I, you're not wrong I, I you're not he, wrong i think travis is a closet supernatural fan also travis apparently goes to the same fan fiction websites that i do <laughs> i like i like how i have no i have no experience with the fandom websites at all yeah like, this is amazing that's, I mean, you fucking nailed it. Yeah, pretty, you nailed the pretty, show. We don't have to do this podcast anymore because clearly Travis has seen it. Yeah. Honestly, how you word it, that's the best watered down nutshell version of they this don't fucking secretly show. secretly hate each other. The two um, main no, that, characters. That is, that is they have a great relationship. Mostly. It's not good. They're, it's very yeah. abusive. No, yeah. I think we're going to go through this show and you're both going to realize that he is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm right about a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Uh, they, you know, it's like every sibling relationship. You love to hate them. Yeah. Actually, that's not my relationships with my siblings at all. Now, are you familiar enough? Like, I know, you, like, nothing. I'm familiar with, like, some character names. Okay. Do you know which uh, character is which? Um, what are their names? Dean and Sam. <laughs> Dean and Sam. I'm Dean familiar with some character Sam, names. Never mind. No, I'm not. Sam is the tall guy. Yes. Dean is the other dirt, the other dude, and then there's Misha Correct. Collins. Yes. Mm. Cass. Cass. That's all but, I know. All right, okay. Uh, we'll start with Travis. Dean okay. or Sam? Uh. He's not gonna. I, I um. <laughs> pick one. I don't give a. Fuck. I'm gonna say For- Sam. Something about moose. I think. Now, which one do you prefer? I don't. I don't know. Except from what you've seen, just pick. From what I've seen, care. I don't really prefer either of them. You already said Sam, and you're already wrong. <laughs> okay. All right, Dean or Sam. Oh, we are about to fucking fight. 
because I'm going to say Sam. Uh, no. Uh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Don't ask me my opinion about characters. Okay, just walk away. I, I like I like all the characters, but I will say this: coming from like somebody who, you know, cares about how women are portrayed in media. I would prefer Sam because I think Dean has that like machismo thing going yeah. on. And what I like about Dean is that his journey in the show is learning to be more vulnerable yeah. and more emotional. But Sam, and I'm, we're going to talk about this a lot. Yeah. A lot of Sam's character in his story is about a loss of agency. And that is usually something that is reserved for women. Yeah. And his he he is the more sensitive one. Mm. He is, you know, more compassionate and those are all traits that are more not that they're womenly, but in media we see female characters have yeah. them. And so that's those are the reasons why I like come to the head. I prefer mm. Sam, but I love all the characters. Fair enough. That's a that is a good answer. Thank you. But I like both characters. Because I'm an asshole. What? I didn't know but, um, that both was. Yeah, an I didn't option. know that both I'm, was an option, Ben. I, I, I prefer Dane. Dane is my favorite. I'll, I'll let me explain it. Because uh, I'm a, I'm a little brother, uh, so I identified a lot of the troubles and tribulations that Sam went through, mm-hmm. because he felt like the more true me. But I love Dean because he was the guy I wanted to be. Oh, yeah. okay. You want to be See, the guy. See, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm an older. I'm the oldest in my family, mm-hmm. so I wonder if that. Wait, because you have two siblings. Mm. I only have one. She's older by like two and a half years. Okay. So I'm, how much older are you than your siblings? Uh, we're actually spaced out evenly. I'm four years older than my sister and eight years older than my brother. That's great. Yeah. And I, I'm also the older. Uh, I have a younger sister who's three years older than me. Mm. And then uh, I have three younger cousins starting at like seven years old, uh, seven years younger than me. Uh you have a, and down the line. You have a younger sister that's three years older than you. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, my, my bad. I'm a time traveler. Rather <laughs> uh, oh, short. Not Tra- only a Travis closet supernatural fan, yeah. a fucking time lord, too. That was actually that. I forgot to say that about myself. Uh, it was mentioned earlier. I am a cyborg. Um, I, I'm actually deaf in one ear, which is ironic because I'm the sound guy for this podcast. And several other things, too. And several yeah. other things around really Huntsville, Huntsville the Huntsville, Huntsville comedy, comedy scene. Sound- sound guy um, him and like tom and josh yeah Dillard. yeah uh but so i'm d- i was just like born deaf in one ear and so i have this implant called a bone anchor hearing aid it's similar to a cochlear implant um and it's just like this robot part sticking out of my head so that's like i like to joke that i'm a cyborg i also like to think that i can't truly feel emotion unless i eat incredibly spicy foods <laughs> um that's how i make sure that i'm still human <laughs> I will say, I think out of the three of us, you're the least emotional. Yeah, yeah, that's probably well, true. I'm the most emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I know myself. And I'm just an alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. You dampen those feelings with alcohol, yeah. but it we, doesn't work. It's almost like we could do a show together. Hey. Yeah. Hey. All right. Well, we're going to watch the pilot episode. Yeah, let's uh, get started. Is, it's rock and roll. Oh, I will say... The first three, the first two seasons are going to be at least hard for me to watch because it is so dark. It is Not, like they filmed through a fucking filter. Filmed, yeah. Oh, like it's going to be physically hard it's going for you to, be, to watch. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Well, Not that it's bad. That well, is something that I actually did notice through like my coworker having it up on the TV. Mm-hmm. Like 
because they they just play like episodes randomly. They don't right. play them in any order. Because my my coworker will look at the TV and go, "Oh, this is from season two. and then he'll look up like thirty minutes later and go, "Oh, this is from season eight. Like what? We're also talking about a show that started in two thousand and four. That is right. true. This yeah, kind of right before the birth of HD. HD, yeah. Right. So it, we're going to start with four by three and end up in sixteen by nine by the end of this. And okay, I yeah. will say. I think it was a thing in the early 2000s. The early 2000s where everything was terrible. Yeah. It was a thing if you had a darker show to mm. like be edgy and cool. Like think Buffy, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. Or like well, ch- charmed. Vignetting never works. I'm just going to say that. Also, stuff that helps me get through the first few seasons is thinking of it as just watching it through a terrible Instagram filter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that and fucking alcohol. Am I right, Woo! bitches? All right. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. I'm pumped. All right, let's do it. Okay, so the first episode. It's pretty much just Van Wilder meets the X-Files. Is what I really like how the beginning of it is. Yeah. It's a great introduction, yeah. and it does get a little like expositiony at times. But I feel like that's kind of inherent in that's part um, of the course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But let's let's go through the plot of the episode. All right, Travis, this is your first time seeing it. So yeah. do you want to sum up? Okay, so what I what I guess what I watched was um, there was a family that a horrific thing happened to, and then. Um, I guess through the exposition, you find out that um, this traumatizes all of them, especially the father who becomes obsessed with ghost hunting or, like, you know, monster hunting. And he trains his children to do the same thing at a very young age. And one of them, Sam, is trying to get away from that, but he's pulled back in by his very cool, very 2004 cool brother. <laughs> yes. And he's, he's roped back into it. And then uh, just as soon as he thought he'd be done with this, just like. It, it was a very like oh we got to do one last job. Yeah, it's never one last job. Yeah, right. it, it was it was a very like all right we got one last job. Basically, and then Sam that, was like was I'm like, retiring yeah. tomorrow, and now he can't get away from it. Yeah, because apparently there's a demon picking on this family. There or is something. Well, this is a very dude show and a very dude thing, and we were talking about this earlier, maybe last night. Oh, is fridging every woman you come across? Kind of. <laughs> what? Uh, they so there's this thing in comic books called um stuffed in the refrigerator and it references a Green Lantern comic and I'm going to fuck up this reference. Uh, I think it's Kyle Rayner uh, who's the Green Lantern at the time. Yeah, I'm looking at two people who do not read comic books. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read superhero comics. Every, you don't read, oh, my bad. Excuse everything me. you say about superhero comics, I take as a fact. Oh, so <laughs> fucking You can great. say the wrong thing, I'll be like, yep, that's true. Superman is actually from Earth. Oh, uh, a lot yeah. of people don't know that. Uh, he just yeah. made up the alien thing. Bruce Wayne broke his shit. Yeah, nice. very nice. poor. Very poor. Just a crazy person. And this is suit. a true yeah. thing. Dick Grayson is fucking awesome okay. okay anyway anyways so um so kyle rayner's uh girlfriend is killed by the bad guy uh-huh. and gets stuffed literally stuffed into the fridge oh and so that term gail simone kind of uh coined stuffing fridging a woman fridging or a woman. stuffing in the fridge and that's which what is happened where with both of the women yes in this episode. both of the primary women in this episode mary and jess 
to motivate the male characters Got are fridged. murdered. Yeah. yeah. So that's a very like in fact, they they Early actually got the opposite thing. of fridge. Yeah, they got because they got lit on fire. They got all right. Ben they just got took fucking a picture. Burn. All right, yeah. Uh, that wasn't my good side. <laughs> I don't have a good side. Just kidding. Um, Why do you think I got dressed this month? Fucking with you. <laughs> I always look this shitty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you look like Jesus. Yep. I look like Jesus. If Jesus wore band shirts and flannel. And yeah. <laughs> Woodcar Jesus. Lumberjack Jesus. Lumberjack Jesus. Yeah, trying to write a theme song for Ben. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. I was gonna say this show borrows from a lot of dude things. Comic books, one thing. Yeah. The other one is mobster films and stuff like yeah. that, where the one last job mm-hmm. is a very mm-hmm. hardcore thing. But hunters in this universe have a very organized crime sort of network. Right. Yeah, like I could kind of what I glazed from um, what I glazed from the the way Dean operates is he's basically a nomad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only way he really has money is basically making fake credit card yeah. accounts. Yeah, and hustling. Yeah, and hustling, and he has all this like all these fake IDs mm. and things like that. And um, it's like if Ryu and Ken were more concerned about. Like killing monsters, the fighting, or going <laughs> yeah. to dive bars. The nice. uh, yeah. the world building for the hunters is kind of amazing because it's you know it's a world it's very close to ours mm. obviously except with supernatural creatures um, and people who hunt them and the hunters network that they build up is kind of wonderful and you don't really get that in the first season that's more of like a season two thing where they really develop that but Mm. it's pretty great the way the show builds itself is really good Mm -hmm. so there are more hunters than just sam and dean very very much so okay yeah like it Um, goes to a crazy extent because that was my that was another one of my first impressions of just like gleaning the show from social Mm -hmm. media is Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just this crazy world, and it's only Sam and Dean trying to stop all these monsters. No. Now, okay. Sam and Dean are obviously the main hunters on the show. Right. But there's also um, this character who will be introduced named Bobby. He's wonderful. And he's a hunter. Mm. Um, he is... A really good way to put it is like how shitty of a father John Winchester was. Mm-hmm. He really stepped in and filled that role. Yeah, you'll, as you learn more about this character, you'll find out why he did so. Yeah. But Bobby is probably one of the best characters in the show. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All the characters are really great. Except for... Except for the female ones. <laughs> <laughs> that That's true for most of them. There's there's The couple... later seasons get some really great yeah, female do. characters. Yeah. Um, and some of them don't even die. Very but, excited. But that's a very hardcore theme with this, and that's something they stuck with. Is that anyone can die. Is that anyone can die, and that women really have the tendency to be Eve, where they have the knowledge and they're evil. Which Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's which something we'll a, get into w- later, and it is a little it, problematic. It is a problematic theme. Yeah. But... Something this show does is that it's very biblical because it speaks to a certain audience. Yeah, I well, think and I actually I'm going to disagree with you there okay. about the women being evil because there mm. are a lot of really great women in the later seasons yeah. who are just as good as yeah. Sam and Dean, probably better from yeah. a moral standpoint. And then also a lot of the main villains, especially the reincurring ones, are men. Yeah, 
and I would say the best villains the show has. Oh yeah. Especially since we'll, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We, we need are. to focus yeah, back yeah, on the pilot episode. Yeah. But there's a they build up this woman in season six as the Bane bad guy, mm. and she is taken care of very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> almost disappointingly so. You could say that about a lot of villains in this show. That's true. But yeah. one thing, because I like to, I really believe this show is just an American live action anime, oh. like very oh, much akin to so fucking much DBZ. So that there is a supernatural anime. Yeah, like oh. anyone can die, anyone can be resurrected. You don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Oh, that's this actually kind of yeah. funny. This show right. is also a video game. Yeah. yeah, this show is a video game. I wanted to make a video game, like a like a like an MMORPG. That would be amazing. I, I feel like if you if someone did make a supernatural video game, just based on what y'all have talked about and based on what I've seen, uh, it probably would be the closest you can get to like, because you know a lot of uh, like TV show or, or movie video games don't stick to the source material very yeah. often mm-hmm. uh they they have all their own stories and so i feel like v- supernatural is one of those things where you can just like hit the nail on the head with it yeah well the nice thing about supernatural is that um the re- i think the reason why i work as a video game possibly better than other shows is because the stories are so out there mm. but they're also very varied yeah. i mean they they all deal with supernatural things right and especially in the later seasons they usually deal with you know, heaven or hell, which will be introduced. Hell gets hell as an entity gets introduced pretty quickly. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but uh, you know, you could definitely just write a storyline for a supernatural video game that had nothing to do with the show. Um, and the current storylines, other than but like the characters, still be the like same in the universe. Yeah, hmm. you could write an in-universe story. You wouldn't even have to focus on Sam and Dean. I mean, I would hope they would. You would want them to, but right. I really think just being able to create your own character, something along the lines of Skyrim, mm-hmm. where you just become your own nomadic character. Really like open You world. become a exactly. hunter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, try, that would be amazing. Like, you have the whole United States or fuck the world to go through. That would be pretty rad. Get oh, the CW on yeah. the phone. All right. We have an idea for get them. C- get CW and Bethesda <laughs> talking. No. Yes. And Rockstar. I think Bethesda Not should Rockstar produce anymore. it, and Rockstar should uh, actually oh, make the game. and see, now you've lost me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm not, I'm I don't cute. play any video games except Zelda. Oh, <laughs> I love but, the Zelda franchise. Honestly, uh, if you, well, I don't know, Breath of the Wild, if you took that sort of gameplay, mm, if you wanted to make yeah. it kind of silly, sure. But I really think first person... Breath of the scored. Wild is already very silly. <laughs> but to bring this back to the pilot episode... Uh, to talk about the monster, I really think they chose the woman in white because it's not a very popular monster and not a whole lot of people really knew about it. Now, that being said... Well, the woman in white isn't a monster that really exists outside of the supernatural universe. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. so, no one knew about it. They didn't know what to expect. Right. My, like and, go, and that it, that is something... Like, they kind of took something that's kind of vague and made it their own thing. And because what, what I kind of took... My, my initial... Um, like thought process of it is it was a, a ghost or a spirit or a, a, an entity that would track down unfaithful men mm. and then seduce them kind of like a, a, in a succubus kind of style. Like right. I, I thought it would be like a succubus thing. It turned out to be more of a, a ghost. Yeah. Yes. More well, of a revenge-seeking ghost. It's, it's kind of crazy. So the women in white in Supernatural has a very specific... To be a woman in white in the Supernatural universe, you have to 
hit some bullet points. You have to be a woman who's been cheated on by her husband, who then killed her kids, who then committed suicide. Yeah, that's very specific. You have to you have to jump through some rings. Yeah. Nobody not anybody can just become a woman in white. Yeah. Um the woman in white, the name comes from a uh, novel actually, the first sensationalist novel. Hmm. A lot of people consider it. Um it was written I'm gonna have to look this up because I don't specifically remember, but it actually doesn't have any ghosts in it. Really? Um, yeah, the story has nothing supernatural about it at all. It's just a mystery. Um, Which is what this this episode really set the pace for, that it was right. like not going to be just a ghost story show. Mm-hmm. It was it going to be, be a mystery. Like detective yeah. kind of thing. It's similar to the X-Files. Yeah, right. also got that yeah. nice X-Files reference just right out there. Yeah, like I told you. Just like, right out there. I believe it's like four out of six of the writers from the X-Files worked on this show for their first few seasons. This show least. loves to reference horror movies, classic rock, um, and old genre shows. Mm-hmm. Fucking loves it. They reference the X-Files, Twin Is there Files, an entire episode that's in black and white? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, oh, it's one of the best ones. It's really, really? great. Yeah. Especially of season four. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Halloween episodes, I believe. It's yeah. Not, yeah. Also, it came we, out did this, did the pilot episode come out around Halloween, or is that just... Did they just put it in Halloween time? Just it came out in the fall. Okay, so kind of yes. Yeah, because that's when new TV shows come around is fall time. Well, okay, so I think actually I think the reason why they did it is because um, so Mary, the mom, yeah, dies six months after Sam is born. Okay, which is Sam's born May second. Okay, which means she dies November second. Okay, and then this. Happens in Halloween right, time, which, which means is, that a couple days later, when Jess dies, it's, it's November. the same. Yeah, it's yeah. November second. Oh so that's God. the reason why they did that. Now, the new seasons usually do come out like late September, yeah. October. Okay, so it's very possible that the show started that month. Now, yeah. this show started on the WB. Yeah, pre. UPN merger, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of amazing to me. That's how old the show is. That's insane. They that's, use flip It seems like the only they do like that's yeah. one thing I love about shows like um, this, Scrubs, I, I, even The Office. Like they started so long ago and lasted so long that you can see the progression of technology yeah. in society as the show goes. Oh, because like even the The Office, they start with tiny little, not even flip phones, but like Nokia fucking shit yeah. and, and like old school blackberries that were like the size of this coffee cup and the um, and then they go they end on fucking iPhone I, iPhone 5s the, yeah. smart, the smartest thing about this show is even though it came out in 2004 it's probably set more like 0102 when oh, it first yeah. starts that's my guess and so that way it's a few years behind in technology but you still get to watch it and like you said it's fucking cool yeah well if Okay, Sam was born. I don't remember what year Sam was born. Eighty three. Well, maybe. How much older is Dean than Sam? Like a four. year. Four. Four years. years. Sam's so, twenty two at the beginning of the show. Dean's twenty six. Okay. So if it's said no, like we'll say for math's sake, mm-hmm. uh, we'll say Sam is twenty two. Right. And the show starts in 02. Mm-hmm. That means he was born in nineteen eighty. That makes sense for all of the scenes that we see as, from them as kids. Right. Because Dean really seems more of an, like a really living through the 80s baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. especially with all that metal 
metal oh, cassettes he had. Mm-hmm. Well, the a big huge theme point for for Dean is that he wants to be his dad. Ah, and so that's why. Yeah, like, he's got Dean's the car, the music, the clothes. Not being his dad, really. Yeah. Who, I will say this many times throughout the show, the worst father in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on uh, Gendo Akari levels of bad, yes. it seems like. Yes. <laughs> that is a very apt reference. He he gets in the fucking robot to Sam gets and Dean all the, the time. the fucking robot. The entire... I, okay, so I actually have a theory. I truly... So, this episode is really Sam focused. Mm -hmm. A lot of the first couple of seasons are really Sam focused. And it's about getting Sam away from Stanford and away Mm. from his law school dreams and getting him back into the biz. Mm. Right. I've, I don't agree with that. I don't think like, sure. If, if Jess hadn't died, Mm -hmm. I think Sam might've stayed at Stanford, but I think because of how everything like panned out, like this really sets up that Sam is going to constantly choose Dean over himself and what he wants to do. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But I think that let's pretend John doesn't know about Jess. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't think we have to pretend. Okay. Probably. Sorry, yeah. My, I mean, well, I think in the show they reference a couple of times, John, like going to Stanford to check up on Sam. That sounds right. Uh, uh, I don't remember. I we'll don't get to it. Right. Even if not, I feel like at this point, I feel like that John Winchester is the kind of dad that still knows everything about their children, even if he never sees them. That's prop. That's fair. <laughs> I actually like a, I came up like y'all said uh, Akira. I can't think. I, I've never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, from I don't know who that is, but I would go with Hayashi Mishima. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Throwing Kazuya off the Ooh. mountain. Oh God. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, you bet you didn't hear that. Think that name was going to come out of that mouth, did you? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um. But I. Uh, so, but it's like if John doesn't know about Jess and doesn't know that part of what's keeping Sam at Stanford is you know a relationship. Yeah. Then I'm, we can kind of assume that John disappeared on purpose hmm. so that Dean would go get Sam. It's not just a relationship. It's a girl that very, very much is similar to his mother. That's fair. And also probably his first serious girlfriend. Yeah. Because they're nomadic lifestyle outside of Dean and John. Right. There's one. That's all I'm going to say. Is this a future thing? It's a future we'll, thing. We'll deal with that later. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to um, give it away for Travis. So some basic, I guess, other things I saw. I feel like a lot of TV shows like this, the pilot episode is always very stiff, and that's just because the actors aren't familiar enough with the characters yet. You say stiff as the first time you see that, and I agree with you. Yeah. From very fresh eyes, this seems like a very stiff. Yeah, it is like even even just the, like the establishing scenes with Sam mm-hmm. and them. He's like, we're really going to a Halloween party. Yeah. Uh, it, well, but, it's because they have to get the exposition out. Yeah. yeah. And then also, I love this moment when Dean was in the house and um, Jess walks in on Sam and Dean, and he's like, I. Uh, like I like the Smurfs, and she's like, "Oh, I just felt like I should put something on." Yeah, you also felt like you probably should have put on a push-up bra at the same time. Like, were you sleeping in that? <laughs> hey, those tits are natural, girl. Uh-huh. All right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
Some women sleep in their yeah. bras. I don't yeah. know. That Smurfette was perky as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, the girl that they got to play Jess is gorgeous. Yeah. Though I will say this, this is pre- CW only casts beautiful people. Yeah. Because yeah. some of those extras were very, I mean, they're not unattractive, but mm. they're very plain looking, yeah. which I yeah. appreciate because it makes it look more realistic. Does which, everyone in the show constantly get more and more beautiful? Yes. And no. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> yeah. I would say that there are several characters who are just not not ugly, but they're average looking. Mm-hmm. I will say in the very, very, like the first few seasons, much like an anime, you can fucking tell who the protags are. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. They have crazy hair and they're fucking... They wear dark coats. And yeah. They act all cool. Yeah. And aloof. They say the word shag ass. <laughs> shag ass. I have never heard Dean, or will okay. ever hear that phrase a of, again. A little bit of context. Dean... So Sam and Dean have figured out they've destroyed the woman in white, Uh and they are driving to go meet their father, who's given them coordinates, or who they think they're going to meet their father. And Dean says, "You know, if we shag ass, we'd probably make it in the morning." Yeah, which is not a thing. That's not a thing anyone says or has ever said. Never even thought. Now it fits the character because a he seems like the guy that he would just would say make off shit the wall, up. Yeah. make shit oh, up. The yeah. dialogue in the show, and I feel like we got a we get a taste of the iconic supernatural dialogue, yeah. especially with like Sammy is a chubby twelve year old, <laughs> and uh, one of the, honestly the most famous lines in the show is um, when Sam is like. This music is fucking mullet rock. And yeah. then Dean goes, <laughs> driver you. picks the music, <laughs> shotgun shuts his cake hole. Yep. Fuck yes. One of the most, like, quotable lines. <laughs> the dialogue in this show is fucking amazing. Not only is and that. It only gets better. That exchange amazing, but that's just. That was just a perfect way because it fits. Like as oh, that is the thing that I say in my life. Yeah, no, in my but, everyday yeah. life. No, that's what people people didn't say it in that way, but people like said that mm-hmm. they meant it. So it, it really fit with what like fucking demographic they wanted to go for, right? right. Yeah, but which yeah. was I can only assume sad teenagers, which is what I was. Me <laughs> too. The first time I saw, I kind of want to talk about what I my impressions the first time I saw this episode a mm-hmm. little bit. I thought it was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I saw this pilot and I was like, "Oh my god, I am hooked. Yeah. I have to keep watching this." Oh yeah. The ending, if you want to make a pilot that so that people will continue watching and just have to know, the ending to this pilot is kind of perfect. Oh yeah, it it really it, it it's a callback and it just it brings everything full circle. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I am hooked right off the bat from watching just the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does make me want to watch the second episode. Good, yeah. for sure. See, that's the mark of a good pilot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, there's a scene I really want to talk about because it, it's it really stuck out in my mind for the rest of the show. It's a scene where they're in the library, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where like Dean or Sam's type or no Dean's typing in everything at first, right? Mm-hmm. And then they start fighting over who's going to do it. Yeah, you see that Sam is a lot better at research. Yeah. But then you really get to see that Dean is probably the more proper hunter. So they need each other There's to survive. There's like the, the right. book smart, street smart dynamic going exactly. on. Right. There, there are a lot of tropes in this show already. Yeah. One yes. thing I saw was when they were being chased by their car that was being driven by the ghosts. Yeah. They were running down the bridge. And you could still see, and maybe it's because they upscaled it for Netflix. But you could see how much more room they had on the other side of the bridge to just walk over there. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> instead yeah. of running directly in front of the car. Like, <laughs> but that's some TV shit, though. That, like, that makes TV it dramatic. Shit. Yeah, exactly. There was another thing that was super TV-y. Um, oh, I have to talk about the credit card scams. Yes. I have to, Okay, so the way that Sam and Dean and John make money to live on the road uh-huh. is they apply for credit cards under fake names, uh-huh. and then the credit cards companies will send them these cards, which is fucking nuts, because even in 2005, I'm like 95% sure to get a credit card. You still have to get a credit score run. Yeah. You did, they did just give them to you. Again, I, that's, just, <laughs> I think that plays into Ben's like it probably takes place earlier than just 2004, I'm 2005. I'm sure even 2001, they still ran a credit check. I don't know. <laughs> they may have been more looser with it because I think things were going better. Especially because like I, yeah. I started getting credit cards sent to me, like my mailing address, when I was 17 years old. Yeah. And I could have oh, just oh. applied for a credit card. With that's nothing. fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like that's this kind of situation. It's like, here's a credit card offer and we're just gonna take it and they're not and they're not gonna know who we are. I don't yeah. but even then, like you exist and have a social security number. They're putting in assumed names. Yeah. And unless John and Dean have some fucking amazing printing material and the ability to hack into like registries and shit, I doubt that they are that they exist on paper outside of the credit card. Yeah, but you know how easy it is to make up a social security number? Uh, like, no, I do not. The social security number system is so linear that like, I could just bump the last digit of my social security up number by one, and that's the next person who was born after me. Yeah. Well, that I know, but you still have to like create a paper trail. I don't know. I'm not a criminal, so with, I don't fucking... <laughs> with how knowledgeable... John Winchester is about everything. He's probably done this long enough to know the ins and the outs of how to do this yeah. correctly. Okay, Plus, if like fair. if like y'all say there yeah. is a huge hunter network, then they all probably have you know okay, their own enough. fake paper trails, and it's probably like a whole operation keeping there, up with these fake credit there's cards. A, there's a character you're gonna meet either this season or next, who we've already talked about once, oh. Bobby, and he mm-hmm. really the stuff that he does plays into that. Yeah. Is as much as I'm going to say now. Well, I will... Okay, I will grant you this. I still think... it's It, to me, is one of the more unrealistic aspects of the show. Outside of, like, the monster hunting. Well, right? No, Ari, ghosts are real. <laughs> <laughs> We've had to, I'm not having this fight with you on air, Travis. We've discussed this. We have. If you're willing to suspend your disbelief real. enough to accept a monster that has no lore outside of the show. Mm-hmm. It's not that much of a stretch to believe the credit cards games. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just I'm the type of person who's like you, you want your realism in weird ways. Yes, I like when I was watching Wonder Woman, mm. which was amazing and please go see it. Incredible. It's a great movie. Great movie. Oh, we all um, saw it together. No, uh, Ben no. wasn't there. Ben, no. Oh, Ben wasn't there. I he, went with Mark. And he was that, invited. That's a story. I'm sorry that I missed it with y'all. Uh, oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. We were super anyway. annoying, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David was like, I'm never watching a fucking movie oh, with yeah. you guys again. I mean, like, we all just watched this episode together. You know how we, like, talked the entire time? <laughs> not, not the ent- Like, enough to make jokes and right. references. Right. And but things. that's basically what I did. And David got, <laughs> our friend David Wenzel got super annoyed by was, it. Was it y'all's first time seeing the movie? Yes. yes. Was it his first time seeing the movie? It was yes. all of our, it, it was opening day. 
way. I yeah. will, oh, I will say, like, Wenzel is a very proper person. Yes. So that makes sense for yeah, his character. Yeah. Also makes sense for y'all's characters to talk throughout a movie. We really Especially, are, yeah. like, I've been marathoning Mystery Science Theater 3000, so. Yeah. So you've been, you've been <laughs> prepping <laughs> for this shit. Yeah. He's right. I've been moon. going. But, um, so I saw, we, back to this little tidbit, I saw Wonder Woman, and they, um, great movie, they played in one of the scenes a... Um, oh, there was that song. Fuck. Yeah, it Edith was. Edith Piaf. Yeah, song. Edith Piaf. And Edith and Piaf was not alive. Yeah, not. Well, she was alive, but she but wasn't she wouldn't, recording music yeah. in the 1810s. <laughs> or the, the 1910s. I was going to say 1810s. The Wonder Woman the takes place very early. <laughs> Everything you know about history is wrong. And lies, yep. fake news. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they played an Edith Piaf song who was not recording in the 1910s. And. Despite the fact that this movie, that I'm willing to accept, there is a magical Greek island. Yeah. And then this <laughs> one bitch goes around, you know, fucking going into no man's land and kicking ass with a fucking sword and shield and a whip. I'm willing to accept all of that. But they played that Edith Piaf song and I was taken right out of the fucking movie. Was... I was like, this is no. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you mean to tell me that this it is was, a universe where Edith Piaf was recording in the tens? It was for plot reasons, though, yeah. right? Like the, yes, the Edith it Piaf song playing. matched up with the thematic, because it was while Steve and Diana were dancing, and it matched up with like the emotion. Yeah, scene. and she like knew the words because she knows every language. Or right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, so you were gonna say something about things that are super TV like. This fucking scene with the paperclip, uh, oh, when yes. Dean, <laughs> Dean has gotten arrested and he's like chained to the, he's in the interrogation room, handcuffed to the thing, and then there's the journal there, and there's just this like fast zoom on a paperclip. <laughs> well, it's, it's like it's like dun, there dun, hasn't dun. there hasn't been a bigger plot device. Than this fucking Which, paper clip. That's, that's the best turn of phrase yeah. for that situation. The uh, paper no. clip really saved the fucking day. Yeah. And, well, that, that was kind of the point. Uh, the, sure, the dun 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 was very unnecessary. Yeah. But, but it, it really it, showed. It was like, oh yeah, he knows how to get himself out of situations when yeah. given the proper tools, like a paper clip. Because his character borrows a lot from John Constantine. Yeah. Oh. And that's one of the things. That I and would MacGyver. say Cass borrows a lot from John Constantine. Hmm. Dean is the Han Solo of this show. Oh, fair enough. Fair he, enough. Straight up to the point where the creator has been like, Dean's the Han Solo of this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam is Luke Skywalker. Dean is Han Solo. Okay. Every other woman is Princess Leia. Every other woman is Princess Leia. <laughs> With more death. Uh, yeah. yeah. Same amount of death, really. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> About as many people die in Supernatural as died on the Death Star. So yeah. when That's Luke, fair the main character, blew yeah. that Mur- shit up. Murdered all those people. Genocidal yeah. maniac. <laughs> <laughs> what a down ending. But yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Very depressing. Um, what's a good... Oh. Oh. Uh, oh, you go. Okay. Uh, I th- Something that really put it together and really fits I'm just going to keep saying this because I've seen this show several times <laughs> like their thrives are thrust back together due to very circular circumstances and I think you were talking about that earlier with how the show the pilot goes full circle oh yeah like it, it starts with the fire and then ends with the fire exactly but that's a very the, the thing that really holds this show together and really builds a lot of tension and really carries the sh- 
fucking story is that because it's very self-referential and it really sets up for that so the the writers are very good at knowing how to wrap everything up but still keep it they 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 wrap it up in such a way that it's easy to open up again Mm, yeah it's a very um the show is full of easter eggs Mm. for itself i think that's kind of what you're talking about yeah um, and really, like, you know, when you get to the end of season five, you're going to be like, oh, it all comes <laughs> together. Because it really does. You could probably say that about every season, almost. Except for, like, yes. the very, very early ones. Because they knew... They knew where they were going. They knew where they were going. And also, to make themselves get another season... They're like, let's end on a cliffhanger because that's what every show did. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a very early two thousands thing yeah. to end, at least for American TV shows, to, to end, end on, on a cliffhanger. cliffhanger. And then you, they, the executives would be like, well, now we have to yeah. have one. There is one case, and I was gonna like when you were talking about uh, buying Supernatural on DVDs. Yes. The la- one of the last two sets of DVDs I bought was a show called Carnival. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. It only had two seasons. They had written all the way up to, like, season six, I believe. But season two ends on, like, the most cliffhangery of cliffhangers. <laughs> and it's like, and I can never watch that show again because I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to uh, be sad. No. See, yeah, I can. <laughs> that was my Firefly because I've never seen that. And mm-hmm. I know how sad I'll be in to, at the end of Firefly. Yeah. Honestly, I, I remember watching the last episode of Firefly and I was like, oh, I guess it's over. Yeah, that will literally never happen with Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> you will never you will never have a moment where it's like I'm not gonna figure out what happens next because like, it has it just continues on. Like I'm not gonna withstand this unless something happens to the cast. Yeah. We nice it, knocking on this wooden table. Even then, like we're you would probably still get like probably a comic book or something, which I hope Dark Horse per fucking produces because that's my favorite company and i would read the shit out of that i'm surprised as long as supernatural has been going on i'm surprised there's not like star wars levels of like supernatural novels and there is well i mean there's fan fiction there's no i mean i don't want i don't really want to browse ao3 for some fucking extra supernatural shit no i'm talking about published books oh are there which i used to own one you used to own one it's not on the giant bookshelf (laughs) it's not on my giant bookshelf i think i I don't think i have it anymore it's on the shame shelf on the shame shelf i don't have a shame shelf i'm proud of everything i've ever read Uh uh-huh that's not true i've read some fan fiction that I'm very excited about. <laughs> Told you. Uh, yeah. um, I want to talk about real quick character introductions because mm-hmm. I think the character introduction for Dean and not him as a child but him as an adult right. was pretty perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just him like slinking around the house yes, in the dark. Looking for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> him Dean going in to somebody else's home and getting a beer and then hitting on somebody else's girlfriend is that very like that's, in character? that's, that's very dean, dean. Yeah. that's <laughs> dean to eat the most yeah. dean thing and i will say this also we were talking about it being a little stiff which i agree the dialogue was a little mm-hmm. stiff in the beginning especially when the more like expositiony parks mm-hmm. and i had a moment where um sam goes to the husband of the ghost right right and the ghost has murdered her children 
and committed suicide after that, after her husband cheated on her. And Sam is like, do you know what a woman in white is, sir? He is torturing this poor man. And I know the reason is because they have to explain what a woman in white is to the audience Mm -hmm. in the supernatural world. we don't fucking know what it is. But in, in context of the show, it's just very mean yeah it's like it's very no. mean hey, I know for you Sam lost to be your like kids and your wife but i'm going to tell you about why all this crazy shit's going on yeah it's because of them hey your yeah. wife has murdered several men for many years <laughs> uh including your children she murdered your kids all right bye-bye yeah. like, let, let me rip that scar open and pour a bunch of salt into yes it. Mm-hmm. the salt which you will need to protect yourself from ghosts yeah um we hit you over the head with this iron crowbar too yeah sam's usually not that mean so that was a <laughs> That wasn't. That was like a plot meanness. Yes. Sam wasn't being mean. He like wanted the guy to know what was up. Sure, he really didn't think about how it was going to affect him because he wanted to confirm that it was a woman in white, which he needed to do by cheating, by Fair confirming enough. that he was yeah. he cheated on her, right. which he yeah, did yeah. do. Um, Fucking is, men, those yeah. bastards. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, men. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I have several friends who are men. Yeah. I Uh, think two of them are right here. Yeah. Yeah, I believe you're right. I'm not friends with you people. (laughs) Oh, goddamn. What the fuck do you mean you people? (laughs) We just... We just have a contract. We're just supposed to do this show and then get the fuck out of here. Right. Oh, I also want to talk about... um, 67 Chevy Impala. I think... It, I think it was a nice stylistic choice because a lot of those older cars don't have headrests, mm. which make it easier to film in. Because, like, if you see some modern shows, like, even The Office mm. will do it. Um, they will have... They'll be in their car, mm. but all the headrests are gone. Because you can't see anybody if the headrests are up there. And yeah. that that's one of those things. It's like your Edith Pierre song. Um, I said that name wrong. Edith Piaf. Yeah, e- Edith, Edith Piaf. Edith, Edith Piaf. It's like that song for you. It's like... No one would ever just take off the mm. head seats in their car unless they're a crazy person. Um, but so is that that's a nice stylistic choice. Also, once I realized what this car was, I know about seven people. When you ask them what is your dream car, they will say a '67 Chevy Impala. Yeah, it is one of my favorite cars. It is a beautiful car. It is a very beautiful car. Now, there, um, there's a time frame of about five years where like three out of my five favorite cars exist, and that's '67 to '72. Yeah. Now the other reason they went with that car is because there's not a famous one, but yeah, you can go from like several other fucking cars. I can't remember what the General Lee was, but I think it was a Charger. I yeah, Charger. It, was a, it was a Dodge Charger. There wasn't a Chevy Impala. Now, that being said, they there was probably a fuck ton of them in junkyards that they could get oh, that they yeah. could ruin right. mm-hmm. and just do that Because with. they crashed this car yeah, so several times. This I, car I dies as much as they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, um, I will say Spoilers. this. Uh, one of the... Uh, <laughs> One of they I had so I had this supernatural DVDs one through five, um, and I ordered most of them from China. Nice, like from a warehouse. <laughs> Solid. Uh, but the first one I bought in Fye, and they had like an they had these extras, right? Uh-huh. And I was watching the extras for why they decided the car on they decided. Oh yeah. And apparently the showrunner Eric Kripke. Um, went to a guy to ask him his opinion on like cool classic cars and Eric Kripke was like yeah we're gonna go with the Mustang and the guy went sure if you want him to look like a bunch of pussies yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> no like for real like 
the Impala is the perfect size for everything that happens. Yeah. A Mustang just you could get two people the in there tops. The yeah. Impala in Supernatural is iconic. Yeah. It's a character in its own right. Yeah. Um it's one of it's it's literally it's the heart of the show. Yeah. It harkens back to the fucking old school times of land yachts. Yes. Yeah, it definitely would not have had the same impact if it were a Mustang. Yeah. That being because said, everyone would just be like, "Oh, it's another fucking Mustang." That exactly. being said, if I were a monster hunter who traveled from city to city and part of my job was running from the law, I would not want a very recognizable car. Yeah, which that is drive a Nissan. It's road. a badass. <laughs> it's a badass. <laughs> yeah, but they should be driving a Honda Civic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, even, even no, then, it's awesome. Even then, like a. A Mustang would also be because of how fucking many Mustangs there are. Yeah, right. that is true. A Mustang would blend in more. Yes. And I think, but that being, I mean, that being yeah. said, I wouldn't have them change oh, yeah. the car. Yeah, Definitely that, not. Yeah, it's but, a badass car. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Garth just because yeah. of what he drives. Yeah. Uh, Garth but, is just a great character. But, uh, yeah, party on. Yes. Party on, Garth. That's <laughs> an episode now. <laughs> Man. The episode names for the show are amazing. And oh, we yeah. can't really talk about that right now because the pilot episode is just the pilot. Yeah, the pilot. And then the second one is uh, Windigo. Which, mm. yeah, the, okay, that's not very exciting. But they get But really they get great. sillier. They yeah, get sillier. Exactly. And they they really come into their own. Yes. That's why I love it. Like, I, I, I think I said this earlier, this show evolves a yeah. lot. Now, the first season of any show is going mm. to be a little rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, mm. I think Supernatural has a pretty good first season. Yeah. Mm. And this might be me, you know, remembering it through nostalgia goggles because I actually haven't seen the first season in a while. That's why we have Travis. That's yeah, why that's we have Travis. Like, to let us know how rosy our glasses are. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So what did you... I just want to ask just a general question. What did you like about this episode? We can kind of go around the table. I also want to know what we didn't like about this episode. I if don't, there's anything. I don't like how dark it is. That's fair. But, yeah. Uh, very hard to see. Very hard. But it's also 04, 05. Mm-hmm. It's the times and shit like that. Right. Something I absolutely love about this show is how or this episode is... I can't say anything that doesn't involve like how it sets up everything else and how mm-hmm. every interaction really has a point. Mm-hmm. And there isn't really a throwaway scene everything has something to do with the characters that's true even like the establishing shot for sam mm-hmm. it's like it's not just oh he's at a party and he wants to go home yeah. it's like oh i i you know i'm really good at law school and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah a 173 on your lsat is that's pretty good 99 percentile yeah. yeah homeboy could have gotten yeah. a f- i don't know if necessarily a full ride but he could have gotten into any mm-hmm. school in the country even Except the, for maybe Yale. The non-existent father. You get so much information about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, like, I think he... Like, his only fucking line is during the house burning down. He maybe says, like, uh, get your brother. Yeah. Or something like that to yeah. that extent. That might be the and only he, line. And he says his wife's name a whole exactly. bunch. Which, by and the way... It. Getting brother getting take your brother and run that's the beginning of a beautiful codependent relationship yeah. yep. between yep. Sam and Dean well because like, which makes how... sense because they grew up in an extremely abusive situation exactly <laughs> yeah uh, and then uh, yeah it, it is cool to see how um, how much you learn about a mm. character that's not even there because mm. uh, you learn that he's also a hunter mm. he's very good at what he does um you know, very good at research, obviously very good at hiding. Mm. Um, 
I wouldn't say he's like hiding so much that he's a few steps ahead. Right. Yeah. You find out. I don't want to reveal too much because this actually gets into one of the reasons why I don't like John. Mm-hmm. He's a character who like. I don't. I love to hate him. I don't think you're meant to like him at all. No, I don't think you are either. I've I've never met a supernatural fan. That being said, I know four or five tops personally. I don't Most go on the the internet mm. does not like John. The supernatural fandom. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um the only time, you know, being on the internet and seeing supernatural things, the only time I ever saw anything about John Winchester was when there was that episode of The Walking Dead where mm-hmm. the same actor is playing Negan and he does the thing. And then everyone was like, oh, there's a baseball bat in this picture of John Winchester in Supernatural episode whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they even had a dad. <laughs> it, it's like it's, The show doesn't frame him as a good father, which is important. It's like that, is, old, that is very good. Yeah. That was like the old Pokemon memes where like Hoenn confirmed, a Sinnoh confirmed. Yeah, exactly. Like that. You can go back to whatever you can to fucking, but yeah. Um, but... Uh, so what did you did you have anything you didn't like about the episode um honestly not not really holy shit shock and surprise it was it was enjoyable uh you know besides my my basic like you know it was stiff and there was this and that but it was like yeah it was it was a interesting watch Mm -hmm. i i was very entertained like i i wasn't ever bored watching this damn there is a youtuber that i love he recently had a great episode where he talks about the beatles Mm. and i very much have the same opinion that he has about the beatles about this show is that the very early beatles stuff is very rocky and not very good now that being said, people still enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. That's what how this first season is. It's rocky, but it's still good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it really they get better because Jesus. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. My. Because it's still going. What I like about the episode, um, I like a lot of the, uh, and and some of the things that get set up that I dislike are just problems with the show. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm going to make a list. <laughs> of every time Sam is loses his agency, is harassed, either sexually or non-sexually, by the monster of the week. And then yeah, at the end of happen. the podcast, we are going to take a shot for every time that happens, <laughs> and then we're going to fucking die. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> you're going to listen to our deaths on air, and then we're going to have a friend post the podcast for us, because yes. we will be dead. We will be oh. dead, because that happens a lot. So is that does that mean, like, so right now there's only one on the list, so we just take one shot, and in, yes. like, season seven, we're going to be taking 87 shots? Yes. You could make the argument that Sam was molested three times in this episode. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Oh, in just this episode? In just this episode. That, yeah. What were the first two times? The first one when he was a baby. Okay, yes, yeah. fair enough. Mm-hmm. The second one is when Jess dies. Or the second one is the fucking woman in white right. reaching into his heart and trying to fuck him at the same time. Getting yeah. that ghost badge. And the third time mm. is when Jess dies. Because yeah. if, yeah. You're, if you're going to say when he's a baby, you got to say that too. So yeah, three shots deep. Let's goddamn do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's not uh, in some of the some of the like 
some of it comes across as subtext, mm. right? Where Sam is not literally, we'll say, like. But that's what I love about this show. Violated. Is that there's a lot of like inferences and shit that you have to really pick up on. Yeah. It isn't just this stone-faced, in-your-face fucking right. thing. Well, yeah. And I, well, some of it is very like obvious, but yeah. I'm jumping ahead. But um, to there's... season seven. Uh, but you know, Sam is very. Um, a lot of his story is about his loss of agency and mm. how he tries to gain that back. And because Supernatural is the way it is, the, um, you know, every time a character is up, they get knocked back down. That's just how the show goes. Shumbo Wumbo. This is a crap, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The show might as well be called Shumbo Wumbo. I believe oh there's an episode God. called Chupa Thingy or Chumpa, what is, uh, Tub Humping. Tub Humping, yeah. That's what it is. Um, oh my God. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, the show is set, it's a crap sack world. Yeah. Where no character truly has a happy a happy ending. Hmm. A better analogy would be that the shit house is starting to go up in flames. Like yes. this, this this first fucking season, you see the kerosene being thrown on it. Yes, and it's then, only downhill from here. It's only downhill from here, and that motherfucker's going up in flames. Yeah, nice. Um, but it's I gonna be entertaining should... to watch. Fuck, oh, we're yeah, going to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I keep saying fuck. I'm sorry, guys. But what I really like about this episode, <laughs> um. No, we're gonna put an explicitat on this. Oh, absolutely. The podcast is named Hey Ass Butt. Yeah, it's in the title. Yeah. Um, but but what I like about this episode, I like the relationship between Sam and Dean. I think they fucking nail it right off the bat yeah. with the brotherly relationship. It's chocolate and peanut butter, man. It's, they work what fucking well together. They are fantastic. Yeah. The chemistry they have between them is mm-hmm. amazing. And there's little things that I I like. I have physically done with my sibling, like pushing them out of the way mm. from the computer and. Um, yeah, jerk it's just bitch. jerk bitch. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah. I also think the first time I saw this episode, I gotta say, I was fucking terrified mm. of the woman in white. Not terrified. How, how old I was were you scared. when you first saw it? Like 14. Okay. Like I said, it came out in 2005, so. so I would have been 14. Yeah, that that makes sense. I mm. the the whole woman in white thing. And being like scared of it, mm. it reminds me of uh, an episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog, Woman of the Black Lagoon. Yeah, and that is an episode where there is um, it's based around like water, mm. and there's water dripping everywhere, and the woman of the Black Lagoon can just come up out of the water, steals people, and eats them. Mm-hmm. And but you don't really see this until she steals Eustace mm-hmm. and brings her down, and Courage goes to get Eustace because even though Eustace is a shitbag to him. He he's got to he's got to save Eustace for Muriel. Yeah. The things you do for love. And the man. things you do right. for love, and um, so you go you, you go down and you, and you watch the woman of the Black Lagoon transforming into this monster, and I remember watching that and when I was like seven years old, mm-hmm. and I did not, I, I like I changed the channel and I turned off the TV, so I wouldn't have to have Cartoon Network back on when it can't. I did not flip the channel back to Cartoon Network for at least a month. Yeah. Because I was so freaked out by by that episode and I can imagine that happening to other people with this woman in white situation. I will say I think the second episode I was definitely more scared by Hmm. uh, because Wendigos are just inherently terrifying. Those are like uh, horses, right? No. No. Oh, shit. But they are terrible people. They okay. Are, they're, they are terrifying. Much like horses, they are scary. Yeah. <laughs> no, horses uh, are great. What are you talking about? It's what, 
what this show does well, starting with the second episode, is really make oh, good atmosphere. monsters in atmosphere. Yes. Nice. The tone is, I will say, the tone of Supernatural mm. is probably consistent, which is a lot for a show like this to nail. Just realize something. Do you do you think the show gets brighter, or do you think technology caught up with what the themes of the show wanted to be? Because one really good thing about HD television and really high resolution is that you see more black, like you see deeper blacks, you see deeper whites, you see more of those, and so that's like the upscale of that. You it looks better than what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and you you can well, still tell that it was. It. Yeah, yeah, and they got rid of that fucking sepia filter. Yeah. yeah. It was a sepia filter. No, but it's just so. It's a bit. It's dark. A bad, it's not a good vignette. Mm. No. No vignette. Is yeah. Good. No. It ain't no vinaigrette. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing I didn't really like about this first episode is just some of the cinematography, which gets a lot better as the show yeah. goes on. Yeah. Um, but the cinematography is a little hokey. We talked about the paperclip, how it just like had a yeah. dramatic <laughs> close-up on a paperclip, which <laughs> is kind of dumb, um, especially since the music at the time was like, da da da, which is stupid. Um, and then some of the cinematography for the Constance, the ghost, yeah. the woman in white. Yeah, like the whole like... Yeah, like I feel like they could have done that same effect with a different. How she like winning out? She just uh-huh. it was like a somebody was scratching up a tape. But the thing about this show, like we said, it gets better. Like yes. it's like there is, I believe there's a woman in white episode later on in the show, and I believe I, if I remember seen right. That. But uh, because it's the pilot. They realize that they have to be kind of blunt, kind of heavy-handed to get the exposition along because you only have forty-five minutes. Mm -hmm. This isn't a movie, and they realize that like later on in the show, they can have running themes, which really help build the show. That is the nice thing about uh, TV shows is it allows much more long-form storytelling because you're going to spend more time with it. It's like a book; you have X number of hours with it as long as you get renewed. And that that is the weird thing about pilot is that it crams all this in at once because mm-hmm. you've got to get an executive's attention. you got to get a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a test audience's uh, attention with it. But and then once you get into the show, you can really start expanding yeah, your story. You can flesh it out because you have more episodes to mess around with. And the continuity is sometimes amazing, mm-hmm. sometimes bad. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Which is going to be for any long-running yeah. TV yeah. show. Mm-hmm. But the continuity in Supernatural... This is what I was talking about, and you were talking about mm. with it being like very Easter eggy. Yeah. Is that there is stuff that they referenced in season one that they are still making references to in season six. Wow. Uh, and season it's, twelve. Yeah, too. season twelve. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and not stuff like the jerk bitch thing, which they repeat several mm. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm talking stuff like. And we didn't see that in this episode, but Dean, when he plays rock, paper, scissors, always scissors. And Ah, they keep that going through 12 seasons. It's kind of amazing. That is really cool. Or at least through seven, which is what I've seen. Are there things like like the psych pineapple or the Adventure Time snail where it's like there's a little thing in every episode? Do they do that? 
No. I would have loved to see that in a show like this. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Oh, really? The car is in every episode. Well, yeah. (laughs) That doesn't count. That's a big thing. It's more like characters do the same thing that you can always bank on. Okay, like doing the scissors and all that kind of stuff. Now, sometimes it's kind of, it's very heavy-handed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you're going to meet a character. I don't remember what season Rufus first comes up in. Four. Hmm. Yeah. Four, um, I think. Four or five. Now, every time you meet Rufus, he's going to have something or he's going to yeah. get something. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say because it's going to be something real good. And it's something I like from time to time, but it's too goddamn expensive to have all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing bad or illegal, but yeah. Because the show's on, starts on WB and then it's on fucking uh, CW, CW now. Which the CW, the programming for the CW is generally accepted to be very like... It's the YA genre of television. Yeah. A lot of younger viewers. I actually think Supernatural's kind of stands out from their other programming. It's the most adult. I haven't seen anything else that they have, but except from commercials while I'm watching Supernatural. (laughs) Well, a lot of their shows, and I'm talking about maybe like not the superhero verse that they have. Like the originals and stuff like that. Mm, The originals. Is it more along the lines of like, ABC Family. Maybe a little edgier than that. A little edgier than ABC Family. Definitely more sex than ABC Family. Okay. Like, it's right in between Twilight and True Blood, is what I would say. Yeah. What I've seen of the commercials. I'm not saying that because I have and I'm a closet fan. I just, (laughs) I have not seen a trailer for any of those shows that makes me want to watch it. Ben secretly loves Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Ben is Team Edward. I think, because Supernatural four main characters mm. especially towards the later seasons and they're all like middle-aged dudes which is not normal for CW CW no. is young I mean the Flash well, they, they started is like 24 out young. yeah young and fuckable is what they want to have yeah. yeah which I would argue they accomplished that with Supernatural very good <laughs> hey uh, so one thing I've seen from like you know watching GIFs and and clips and things like that and screenshots does uh what's his last name jared Padalecki. does jared paddleboat ever get a haircut no nope okay it, has he yes. just been growing his hair he out does. for 13 years no he hasn't okay he hasn't done that because <laughs> uh, i know that's like a big thing in the supernatural fandom you, you can, can tell what season it is yes. based on how long you Sam's can tell hair is. what season it is you can yeah you can set your clock by how long sam's hair is nice yeah, pretty much uh, he does get a haircut actually at the beginning of season two. Mm. The beginning season two, Sam's hair is unforgivably bad. Oh yeah, I mean, see this it's, first episode, Sam hair was pretty bad. Now, to be fair, first season, Sam hair was of the time. Yeah, Dude, dude's hair goes through a weird stage between short and long. Yeah, it, and yeah. It's when it's like it, right here, it's like got between. a weird puffiness to it. Yeah. All oh, the time. that's season four, season five, Sam hair, and yeah. it is. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like, sure, mine is down past my shoulders at this point, and yeah. it's curly, so it's still... But, no, uh, there's a weird point, like, right here, yeah. where you don't want to be seen in public. It almost, That's like, it gets, it gets that coconut thing yeah. going on, yeah. especially if it's not cropped well. I it's, had a barber that referred to it as a man bob i don't know if that's yeah i, don't know. I, 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 I had a bit of a about. man bob yeah. because when i had my long hair it basically like it would swoop over my forehead and then it like it basically framed my face and it stopped about like right at the jaw right 
I think the closest I got it was like down the middle of my neck. Was okay. about as long as I had it, and then I was like, I'm literally dying. I can't do this. Jared Padalecki's <laughs> hair in the later seasons is majestic and beautiful. That's what I've heard. And mm. I could make a L'Oreal joke. Uh, <laughs> it's delightful. And good job, Jared Padalecki. Your hair is great. Yeah. Seasons one through three. <laughs> Jared Padalecki hair <laughs> is no, bad. No. It's bad. You gotta have the bad to appreciate the good. Yeah, That's, that is yeah. true. The world without broccoli. How would we love chocolate? That's, mm. That's broccoli is delicious though. Damn right, broccoli it is. is delicious. Okay, yeah. fine. A world without green beans. No, I like green what? beans. What green beans are great? I don't. A like world green without beans. anchovies. I think we. I, I don't like them. Uh, I, I, don't, I appreciate. Uh, them, I like them I in like sauces. Them. I can take okay. them or leave them. Yeah, I oh. wouldn't. I wouldn't put an anchovy like. Are we just gonna go through a bunch of food until we a, find one we a, all hate? A world without coconut? Oh, I like coconut. God, God, God damn it! A world without Brussels sprouts? I fucking I, love Brussels no, sprouts. No, Brussels God sprouts are great when they're cooked well. Yeah. A uh, world without. A world without burnt cabbage. Burnt cabbage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or mm. the, just the smell of cabbage. A world without. A world without how Madison smells at night. I would say, so my mom... <laughs> Great local dish. My mom used to make, I don't, it's a Polish dish. I don't know what it's actually called. She called it gumpy when I was a kid, but it was meat wrapped in cabbage and that was baked in the oven oh. and it smelled fucking terrible. But I bet it was delicious. It was delicious. Um, but how that smelled yeah. is makes me appreciate chocolate. Hot nice. cabbage is a lot like swamp ass. Ugh. You're right. Yeah, it just crotch, smells bad. Crotch, crotch damp. There's, there's damp a, crotch. Yeah, damp mm. crotch. Yeah, I do like some well cooked cabbage though. Yeah, yeah, same, same these or like um hash. Fantastic. Not great. Ah, well, yeah. Okay. He does like a mid part. It's not oh, good. God, so yeah. I have good. I have one last question okay. about Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is where does the nickname Moose come from? Oh, oh okay. That, okay. Is I, that I, no I for later seasons, this. or is that a fan thing? That is not a fan thing. That happens when you meet a cer- certain character by the name Crowley. It's kind of okay. a fan thing, though. It is also a fan because thing. Jared Padalecki is a very tall man, and yeah. he's, he's very, very tall. Large. That's mm. another thing I like. I like that the younger brother is taller than the older brother. That's just true to life for me because all of yeah. both of my siblings are taller than me. Are you familiar with the show Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so instead of calling him Bullwinkle, Crowley calls him Moose. Gotcha. And, and he insta- calls Dean Squirrel. Yes. Because oh, okay. uh, he has a very... What the fuck was... Uh, it was Boris and his Natasha. Yes. And they, so he has the running... I think uh, in Dean or Sam's phone, Crowley is saved as Boris. Okay. Because he's got the... He doesn't have the accent, but he does he's, have the suit. He's got the look fucking he's got the look. That pilot Yeah. Thing. yeah. Crowley yeah, is a character okay. who gets introduced in season five, and he mm. is the token evil teammate. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um... Sometimes, sometimes yeah. he's the he, sometimes he's the antagonist. Sometimes he's the token token evil teammate. He's your mages. He's your to make a fucking uh, Chrono Trigger reference. Uh, like the evil teammate that eventually like he's really powerful, but then they get him on his side. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, but I think Moose started out as a real life nickname. Oh, People called makes... Jared Padalecki that in real life. That makes sense. And then it traveled into the show. A lot yeah. of that shit happens. Yeah, I especially can see that. starting in season four. Hmm. With the introduction of... With, like, a, with what? With the introduction of the Supernatural book series. Very true. Uh, show's I, very meta. A uh, list of things I never read. <laughs> <laughs> I love the show. 
Uh, I have never been to a Supernatural fan website. Uh, I have on, I've shopped for stuff on Amazon, and that's about it. Right. It's I don't like to get too close to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I love Dark Souls with a goddamn passion. I don't subscribe to any of their subreddits. Oh yeah. yeah. Mainly because I also fucking love Persona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to subscribe to Megaten. I don't anymore. Yeah, I'm not even really subscribed to any like mm. major um, subreddits around things that I enjoy. Uh, because of those reasons. Exactly. Because people go crazy for shit. Final thoughts on the episode? I will say the la- how it ends with Sam with like vengeance filled mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. And you know he's ready to fucking kill some motherfuckers. Yeah. Especially like at the very end he's like the last scene with him is him loading a rifle. Yeah. Like that's amazing. We've got work to do. Yeah he's ready to go. It's yeah. a it's one of the best pilots I've ever seen mm. because it, it makes really me want to watch even even with its faults, even with the things we talked about with it being a little stiff mm. and dark and very early two thousands y. Yeah, it is. It makes me want to watch the rest of the show. Absolutely. I am here I, for this journey. Even mm. I said, like like I said, this is the first time I ever saw it. I'm interested mm. in seeing the next episode mm-hmm. because of how this pilot ended. Yeah. Mm. Now this show is a lot like a good album. Like how it starts, it ropes you in, and you want to listen to the fucking rest of it. That yeah. doesn't mean every song is good, though. That's very goddamn yep. true. And we're going to be talking about yeah. that. And unless it's a Gorillaz album, yeah. unless it's Gorillaz album, <laughs> true words were never spoken. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm yeah. really excited for this venture and this project. Yeah, this is gonna uh, be very doing. cool. Yeah. We um, as of this podcast recording, we don't have any social media set up right now. Uh, you can, I guess, follow most of us on Twitter. You can find me at actually tall. Um, me at Arian the Spy. You can find Ben Tykemiller at Mr. Fluffy Bunnies. Yeah. You should probably tell people how to spell Arian. It's A R I A N N E. Yeah. So it's not the Nazi. We're not way. Nazis. <laughs> we're not Nazis. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for today. Have fun. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And And subscribe. And subscribe. And until next time. Hey, that's Don't worry, I can Nobody cut this pause else. out. I think we lost. Cut all this out. I cut think, out this I out. I think we lost. Cut this shit out, please. Okay. <laughs> please.
cut this part out. Uh, no. Except beyond this. We should cut that part, actually. We really, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I'll tell uh, you I'll tell you why. So, yeah. Probably gonna cut most of this out. Yeah, please do. because yeah. um, none of this is relevant. Well, okay. Let's, I mean let's, I guess, okay. let's cut this out yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Ooh. Hey yes, but <laughs>